You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Amy, proudly the doers of insurance. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash, with Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Good morning, everybody, here for the second hour. David Lithgow, Alex Johnson with you for Amy, the doers of insurance and Harrison Agents, Tasmanian real estate experts. We're live on SEN Tasmania, across Tasmania, and on the SEN app here in the loft Harrison Agents, the middle of Salamanca, and um, the day's not deteriorating, I can promise you, Alex Johnson. Been selling a few this week, Flash? Uh, things are busy, yeah, things are busy. It's interesting, um, interesting time in real estate here in Tassie. It's, uh, the winter's been a little bit cooler, but it, my word, it needed to be after we've all seen the two booms over after the last five or six years, but... What it is with Tassies, we don't have much land, we're not a big place and we don't have many houses and a lot of people want to live here. Mm. So eventually that will um, take care of itself. What will take care of itself is the final day of the mini tournament, Alex, here in Hobart today. West Indies, uh, Scotland, Ireland, Zimbabwe, all playing for two spots. And my Fairy tale finish, really. Fairy tale finish is absolutely perfect and I've been with this guy all week. Alex Doolan, good morning to you. Young man, we've enjoyed what we've seen so far. Good morning, Flash. Good morning, Nuts. Yeah, it's been it's been a great start to the tournament, hasn't it? Really has, and and I, I we walked in for the for the first game games on Monday, and we were a little bit undecided about what we thought was going to happen and, and and how we weighed up the teams. We knew the West Indies top order was a bit fragile. We knew there was some terrific quicks around for a lot of the teams, but perhaps not at the high quality that we have seen. Um, I don't know what to make of this afternoon. The first game at 3 o'clock, of course, Ireland playing the West Indies. Ireland getting off the canvas the other day in a game you and I did, Alex, which was just incredible. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then tonight, Scotland playing Zimbabwe. Uh, what are you seeing happening today? Jeez, it's going to be hard to call, isn't it? I mean... Up until the 14th overmark of Scotland Island, we had oh. Ireland on uh, QF home, didn't we? So, uh, look, I think what the, the magical thing about this little tournament before the tournament is is just what it, it means to these countries. And to know now that yes. we go into this afternoon's calling with two live games, everything on the line for all four teams, it's, it's magic. It's really awesome. Dulo, what are you noticing in terms of um, trends, these sort of emerging players? Are they playing uh, traditional cricket or are we seeing some very uh, exciting things um, form in the shortest form? 
Oh, look, it's a bit of both, Nut. It's, um, you still see the, the traditional player. I know uh, we watched a, a really great innings from Michael Jones the other night, who, who plays largely traditional shots. George Munsey as well from the Scots. But um, Camper from Ireland, he came out, he played all round the wicket. So you see a bit of both. There are still players that can, can be effective hitting it uh, the conventional way, but I mean, there's plenty of innovation in this game, and that's what's so exciting about it. And of those quicks that Flash talked up earlier, who would have troubled you in your prime? Uh, probably all of them, if they're bowling straight enough. <laughs> no, but, um, no, I spoke about it in Game 1. I'm a big fan of Alzari Joseph. Oof. I think uh, he's exciting. He bowls quick. He's athletic. Um, he's what I remember West Indian fast bowling to be about when I was growing up. So I, I really love watching him. But I've been super impressed by the, the Scotsman's slow bowling in uh, Mark Watt and uh, Mr Leesk. I think they've been excellent. They got a little bit a little bit of a touch-up against the Irish. I was going to say, it's sort of as, as good as they were going, they just they, they, they got hold of them in the end, didn't they, the Irish the other day? They did, and it was uh, on the back of Camper taking on Mark Watt, and no one had really seemed to do that. They'd all sort of tried to just sit and wait for him to bowl a bad ball, and he hadn't done it, whereas Camper took him on, and it just knocked him off his line a little bit, and he's maybe just wobbled a bit, and they got hold of him for an over. He bounced back okay, but uh, it was enough to set Ireland on a path to victory. And victory they got. It was interesting, AJ. Um, Alex was with me, so he knew at the time we were laughing about it. But my father uh, just left a message, and I had a, after the game, and he he's a Cricket Taz member, and he left after 13 overs like a lot of people and um, rang up and said, God, what about the, the six that Jones hit in the Scottish years? Wasn't that terrific? I said, where are you, Dad? He said, I just got home. You So you just missed that, did you? He said, what are you talking about? No one thought they were gone. They they could not possibly Alex win that game, and they did. And 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 now we're left with a situation today with effectively the winners of both teams are into the main group of the World Cup. I mean, you couldn't have scripted that any better. And we see what it means to these uh, oh. emerging teams. Your flash showed me a video before. Who was that? The Netherlands. It was the Netherlands. They're, oh. they're through. So I agree with Flash. You know, this is. Uh, starting to build momentum, and there's a buzz around town, and they'll wake up this morning and look at this weather, uh, Dulo, and they'll um, they'll be pretty impressed with what they see. Let's hope it uh, holds off. Maybe they could bring the game forward, capitalise on this good weather. Yes. You'd want to be playing now, I reckon. Yeah, good good point. And just on the Dutch, that's, that's super exciting. I've got two good friends in Tom Cooper and uh, our old teammate Tim Vandergooten, old Tassie teammate. Uh, who have made it through, and I, I saw the video too. It was uh, signs of scenes of jubilation as they watched the UAE get over Namibia to secure the, the Dutch in the, the final. But yeah, I just uh, I'm so excited to watch this afternoon's games because what this little tournament before the tournament does is you, you generally get you walk away and enter the tournament with um, an underdog that you're supporting. So rather than just going into the tournament, yep, we're supporting Australia, which we all are, I think everyone just has a little soft spot for one of these teams that manages to, to sneak through this qualifying stage and make it into the main round. And for me, at the moment, it's, it's the Scots. I'm sticking by them, Flash. 
Well, you picked them on day one. They caused the upset against the West Indies. They were pretty much, Alex, had, well, not one feet. They had two feet in the main draw after 10 overs. I think, what were they, Alex, four for 64 after 10 overs. So all their players in the shed. We wondered about the Irish depth in the batting order. And they make 180 with an over to spare. It was one of the more incredible um, results I've seen. What about your old mob Tasmania duels? We need to talk about that. We were hopeful that the the result against Queensland was a little bit typical of an early season. You get knocked over early and you're packing your bags after three days scenario. Well, it did appear that might have been the case. Tasmania, 245 in the first innings. In reply, they bowled South straight out for 227. Uh, uh, hang on again. Sorry, South tried about it first, didn't they? Two twenty-seven in reply. Tassie made two forty-five. They rolled South Australia for two fifty-two. The tail wagged, of course, for South Australia as the wicket appeared to flatten out somewhat. But Tasmania Caleb Jewel with a hundred three for two thirty-five, getting the victory. Peter Siddle on the show last week eight for ninety-six for the match. Uh, that was a, that was a good performance, especially on the bounce back from what happened at the Gabba. Yeah, I think so. I think it's uh, it was really positive to see that they were able to bounce back after that game in Queensland, where absolutely nothing went right for them. They got bowled out early. Queensland then piled on the runs, and then they got bowled out again quite cheaply. So, in the space of a week, for that team to to bounce back um, and do so well and quite clinically. I thought they wobbled a little bit towards the back end of their first batting innings. You know, the start they had with um, Tim Ward getting away and and some contributions there, I thought they were looking like they'd post a high 200, nearly 300 score. So they wobbled a little bit, but uh, came out second innings with the ball, took early wickets, which can kill a team, uh, and then were clinical with the bat. And Caleb Jewell has started the year in some form. Yeah, and Ward's forms are promising too. I heard Tubby Taylor on the radio talking about um, his name potentially one for higher honours in the future. Well, when Flash says that the tail wagged, Ben Manetti scored 85 not out. He was playing for the Newtown Bucks. He was, won a flag with Newtown, of course. And now he's wagging the dog like that. That's amazing. No, Tiger's going very nicely. Um, it's an exciting time for cricket. The women's side are flying too. and One day game today. And a one day today. So it's, um, gee, it's, there's a lot of cricket on at the moment. Do you, do you miss it, Thorne? Uh, I don't miss playing that much, to be perfectly honest. I miss being in the change rooms, hanging out with the guys, um, being amongst that environment. But no, I, don't, I certainly don't miss the, the pressure of playing anymore. No, so I can leave that up to... To others to to feel that and perform, <laughs> but uh, no, very much enjoying my life now outside of cricket. Working at Ford Top Financial Planning, it's, uh, it's been a nice change plus. for me. And how's your golf form? I managed to get one in tonight. Yeah, very nice. How's the swing looking? Uh, it feels good, but it's not producing the scores that I want. No, I don't know. I'm sure you can understand that when you feel Preaching like you're, you're doing everything there, yeah. right, but. Yeah, so I'm battling around with my handicap starting to drift out, which I'm not too excited about. But summer's coming, so hopefully I can bring it in. But I just need a, a bit more of a regular game. I'll need uh, a couple of tips for you before we let you go this afternoon. What are we? What are you expecting? Firstly, we've got the first game, Ireland versus the West Indies. 
Well, I'm going to go with the momentum of the Irish, I think. I'm going to go with the Irish. Yes. I just just think a game like they played on Wednesday afternoon can do so much for a team that they were largely out of it. They were QF. They were gone, 14 overs in, or 10 overs in probably, to their batting innings. But the way that the young... The young camper played. I think he's probably just given them a little bit. Question will be whether that was their grand final and and they on the come down. But I'm still not convinced with the West Indies. I don't think they're playing terrific cricket. I know they beat Zimbabwe on Wednesday night, but they're kind of playing just okay in my opinion. And then this evening's game, Scotland Zimbabwe. I've got to stick with Scotland. I still think they're playing very good cricket. Um, they were beaten on Wednesday. They didn't throw in the towel by any stretch. I didn't think they bowled all that badly. They just were at the hands of a, an innings that we probably may not see again in this World Cup. I mean, that was just simply sensational. So I'll stick with the Scots. I hope they can bounce back and they don't uh, they don't put too much pressure on themselves after that loss. So Scotland and Ireland for me. Former test number three, Alex Doolan, part of the commentary team with us here at SEN. Dools, thank you so much for joining us this morning, mate. Look forward to seeing you at a sun-riched Bereave Oval this afternoon. Yeah, can't wait, Flash. Thanks for having me. See you, Nat. See you, Dool, though. Take care.